beautiful. Welcome to my podcast, Life Redesigned with Lisa, where I help overwhelmed women find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. I help you discover the new you and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, and lots of joy, the way God intended it to be. So grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, Pull up a chair and let's focus in on you for a few minutes, shall we? Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Well, hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Life Redesigned with Lisa. Today, I want to talk to you about how we can rebuild self-trust in the midst of betrayal trauma. Listen, when we've gone through the traumatic events of betrayal, we are dealing with a gamut of emotions. We are overwhelmed. It's like chaos completely surrounds us. Um, The wave of flood of emotions and upheaval is massive. And when we look in the mirror, the woman looking back at us, we don't even recognize anymore. It's like, is that the real me? I don't think so. And furthermore, we look at that woman and even say, you know what? I don't trust you either. And the reason why is because you didn't see the red flags. You didn't recognize that he was having an affair. So I don't trust you. Have you been there? Ladies, I have. And I know what it's like to not trust yourself. So I want to help you with that today because self-trust is a vital part of your healing process. It's a part of your recovery. Because in the end of the day, if we don't trust ourselves, we are more likely to stay stuck in the trauma that betrayal has brought into our lives. If we don't trust ourselves, then how are we going to ever trust anyone else? And without trust, there are no relationships. Trust is foundational in our lives. So I want to help you with that today. Now, I know you might be saying, but Lisa, just like you said, when I look at myself, I think, how can I trust myself anymore? Because I didn't see the writing on the wall. Well, listen, at the end of the day, no, you didn't. And no, I didn't. You know, sometimes they are very good at hiding infidelity. And it's not our fault that we didn't see the red flags. Now that's first and foremost, and I want you to understand that. We have a tendency to blame ourselves for the affair when in fact, the affair was never our fault. It was a decision that they consciously made and they lived out. So now that we have that straight, let's move on. So if you can't trust yourself, then who can you trust? Now, ultimately, ladies, you know that I'm going to say you can trust God. But I also know when I say that, there are some of you that are going to say, well, I don't know about that because he didn't stop the affair. He, He let it happen, Lisa. And you know what? You're right. Listen, I went down that road, ladies. I understand those flood of emotions and the questions and all that barrages your mind that way. I get it. I even said, God, you could have stopped this, but you didn't. And so I get where you're coming from. 
But also, what we need to understand is while, yes, it did pass through God's hands and he did not stop the affair, a lot of times, if if it wasn't stopped, then there was something that God wanted to reveal to you. There was something that God wanted to not be hidden anymore so that it could be exposed. There's something that God wants to do in regards to character building or in, you know, really growing integrity. Um, There's something that we might not understand right now that God allowed this to happen because there's a bigger picture that ultimately will be for our good. Now, I know if you are like just finding out you're in the midst of D-Day right now, I understand that that can be hard to hear because, you know, two years ago, April 3rd, which is coming up shortly for me, I, I experienced D-Day. And I remember the flood of emotions. I remember all of this. And if I would have heard this podcast then, I would have went, hold the horses. <laughs> Let's back that up a little bit. But trust me, ladies, two years into this thing, after finding out, um, I can say this in certainty because I have journeyed for the last two years and I can see on the other side of things now. And trust me when I say When God allows this to pass through and he didn't stop it, there's a bigger purpose and it will be ultimately for your good. And I can promise you that because God is the ultimate one we can trust. He is faithful even when others are not. So what exactly is self-trust? Self-trust is where we have faith in ourselves to know our worth, to make sure that our environment is safe, that we um, trust our decision-making process, and that we know we are going to take care of ourselves. Okay, That's like the simplistic form of self-trust. And we learn to trust based upon our being in a trusting environment. So think back for a second when you were a child. If you were brought up in a home that was safe, that was loving, um, that your needs were met, you know, as a baby, your diapers were changed, you were fed, you were played with, you had comfortable surroundings. And as you were growing up, you had a loving environment where your parents loved one another. They might have had arguments every so often, but it was nothing that was horrifically out of the way. It was a very loving environment. You had friends that were also loving towards you. Um, And you were in an environment where uh, you could actually say, okay, my needs are met. I'm taken care of. I'm being told the truth. I'm loved. And my life is safe and dependable. Now, that is an environment where you can, what I call, free fall. Let me give you an example of that. So have you ever been in a situation before, and I know in youth groups and teen groups and, you know, dares when you were younger, you'd have people stand behind you and they would say, trust us, fall backwards, and we will catch you when you fall. In order to free fall that way, you have to have 
ultimate trust in the ones that are supposed to catch you when you fall. And for me, I remember having girlfriends that we did that and I would free fall and I would trust that they would catch me. And I remember moving forward in life knowing that my parents always were there for me. My sisters were always there for me. Like I never had to be concerned about that. They were always going to be there. So I had a trusting environment. But what about if you were in an environment that wasn't safe? What if you were brought up in a very dysfunctional home? Now, I know we all have dysfunction in our households. There's not one that is not dysfunctional to some sort or another. But I'm talking about there was constant arguments in your home. Maybe one of your parents ended up deserting or there was alcoholism. Um, maybe an affair, whatever, but an abusive situation. But it was not a safe environment. Thus, your relationships with friends turned into toxic relationships where maybe you were in multiple relationships with boyfriends and they took advantage of you. And you can kind of see the scenario, right? It was one non-trusting relationship after another. The environment wasn't safe. It wasn't dependable. You weren't being taken care of. You weren't being told the truth. Your needs were not being met. So this is where we learn not to trust. We learn through that that there's no one in that area that we can trust. We have to take care of ourselves. We become very, very, you know, self-sufficient and independent. And, um, you know, we realize that there's no one that's going to step up to the plate for us. So we go inward, right? So this is where we learn not to trust. So my question for you would be, are you at a place now where you can't trust others? Something that you need to ask yourself. So maybe right now you are still in the relationship where you've been betrayed. Do you feel safe? Do you feel like you can trust this person? Do you feel like your needs are being met? Do you feel like your life is dependable? Are you being told the truth? Are you being taken care of? This is important because if you're in an environment or a relationship where there is no trust, then it's toxic. Okay, ladies, I'm calling it like it is. It is absolutely toxic. It's not safe. And it produces anxiety in our lives. It produces undue stress in our lives, which leads to a dysregulated nervous system. Our emotions are thrown out of whack. We're all over the place. It affects us physically. So now we develop maybe depression. Maybe we have now gone into um, anxiety, high anxiety, panic attacks, right? This happens when we are waiting for the shoe to drop, okay? When we're waiting for the lion behind every door to spring at us and to eat us alive. That's kind of what it feels like. We're waiting for the grenade to be thrown and to explode on us at any time. That's a toxic environment and that's where 
we're not in a in an environment or a relationship where there's no trust. It's not based upon trust. And the longer that we stay in that environment, the longer we stay in that relationship, then we begin to question ourselves. Well, what's wrong with me? Why am I staying in this? Why doesn't he love me? Am I not good enough? And so the questions start to surmount. And then what happens, ladies, is we start to not trust ourselves. This is how we get to the point of non-trust within our own selves. Because we have allowed ourselves to stay in such a toxic environment that now we even question our own ability to be able to make the right decisions and we question whether or not something is wrong with us. So when we no longer trust ourselves, then we no longer trust our own judgments. And this leads to shame, to negative self-talk, anxiety, overdue, over, overwhelming stress, depression, we start to avoid others and isolate, and the list can go on and on and on. And these are emotional outcomes of not trusting ourselves. Also, when we don't trust ourselves, it leads us to numb out. Now, what do I mean by that? Numbing out is where we start to maybe binge eat. I don't know about you, but chocolate is a go-to. <laughs> and every woman I know that's trying to numb out, they're like, give me chocolate, give me wine, right? Um, there's nothing wrong with chocolate or wine by any means. But when we use it as a coping mechanism to numb out because we can't trust others and we're no longer trusting ourselves, then that's when it becomes an issue. Then we're, you know, like I said, we're drinking. Maybe we start acting out sexually, right? Well, he had an affair, so I'm going to go out to party scene and I'm going to just go have some fun. Maybe we start to isolate because of fear. We isolate, pull the covers on our head, we become the ostrich with our head in the sand. We don't want to do life anymore, right? We just exist day to day. This is numbing out. Maybe we binge watch Netflix all the time. We are on autopilot while we are at work, but as soon as we walk in the door, we completely numb out and we escape reality because we don't trust ourselves and we can't move forward and we're stuck in the trauma of betrayal. That's where our emotions can't regulate anymore. And ladies, in order for you to heal, you have to regulate your emotions. Your nervous system needs to get regulated once again. And self-trust needs to come back. Learning to trust yourself again is a part of your healing and your recovery. So let me help you realize a few things that you're probably already doing subconsciously where you actually do trust yourself. And this is going to help you to start rebuilding some of that trust within your gut again for yourself, okay? So, a couple questions. Are you practicing self-care? Do you take yourself for a mani-pedi? Are you going for massages at the spa? Are you meeting your girlfriends out for a cup of coffee or for dinner or for lunch? 
are you doing that on a regular basis? Maybe you are hanging out with family instead of isolating, right? Maybe you have sought out a good counselor. Maybe you've hired a a life coach or a betrayal trauma coach like me. Maybe you've done this so that you can start realizing where you are in your journey, where you want to be, and now you've developed a plan with your coach on how to get you there. Maybe you're just starting to search the internet. You're Googling for materials on how do I heal from betrayal trauma? How do I start to trust again? How do I forgive and move forward, right? Maybe you've gone to your pastor and you've said, look, you know, I'm really struggling with this. Why didn't God stop this? Help me understand. And you're, you're pushing through, like you are at church, you, you're worshiping God, you're in the scriptures, you're looking for all of these things, maybe even good podcasts like this one. Then ladies, I want you to understand something. Deep within you, there is a trust for yourself enough to know that you're worth more, that you deserve more, that you desire to heal and be whole again, and you are actually moving yourself forward subconsciously. You just haven't realized it yet. Deep down inside, you do trust that you are the one that's going to start to move that needle forward. This is a part of rebuilding your self-trust. When you start to write down, journal out what you are currently doing in your process of some that I just spoke about and knowing you're worth it and that God says you're worth it. Listen, let me just share this with you as I'm ending today. When I started my journey of healing from betrayal trauma almost two years ago now. Um, It was a rocky start for me. I, every emotion that I've just described to you in this podcast, all of the mistrust, all of that I was going through. I would look in the mirror. I didn't know who I was anymore. I I don't know how many times that I would cry out to God and tell him, how can I even trust myself to make the right decisions anymore? I didn't see the writing on the wall. And I had to really sit down and evaluate along the way. And it's a process, ladies. It's not something that's going to be overnight. But I had to evaluate along the way. What am I presently doing for myself? And I and I had to... Um, realized that I, I got to move forward. Like, Lisa, don't, don't stay under the covers, you know. Move forward. You are worth it. And God says you're worth it. So get up and let's start to move. Let's start to heal. Let's start to seek out counsel. Let's seek out coaching. Let's develop a plan so you can get on the other side of this and be healthy again. I realized that the foundation to get me there was God. Plain and simple, ladies, it was God. Without Him and trusting in Him, I knew I would never make it. So that's where I began. And I had to get past the point of, God, I know you could have stopped it, but you didn't. 
So I'm going to just trust in the truth of who you are and the truth of your word. You're faithful, even though others may not be. You love me. You're going to work all this for my good. You are going to bring healing and wholeness. And I will rise again because you did. You know what it's like to be betrayed, God. So if you know what it's like and you rose again, then you're going to get me there. And ladies, that's where I started. And on this side of it, has it been easy for the last two years? No, it has not. I'm always honest and real with you. It's not been easy. But have I continued to move forward? Absolutely. Do I trust myself today? Yes. Have I made mistakes along the way? Absolutely. (laughs) But I've learned that at the end of the day, as long as I'm moving forward and as long as I'm seeking God in the process, He is going to work it for my good. And I am always seeking to be on the path of healing and wholeness and to help other women do the same. So beautiful, if you are at a place where you're like, I, Lisa, I, I don't even know where I am right now because I don't know who I am right now. Or maybe you're past that and you're like, no, I know where I am. I just don't, I, I know where I want to be, but I just don't know how to get there then reach out to me. I've got a 30-minute free discovery call. We could hop on a chat together. We could see where you are, where you want to be, and then how can we get you there? April 15th is the launch date of my group coaching. I've said it on a couple of podcasts. I'm going to re-say it again. It's $27 a month, ladies. And I know that's highway robbery, in the sense of, wait a minute, what? $27? Are we even going to be getting coaching? Absolutely. If Ladies, for those of you who don't know me, you could ask the ladies who do, and they would tell you I over-deliver all the time. The reason why it's $27 a month is I had prayed into it, and God set the price. He said, you need to reach the masses because there are many women that need this. So the group coaching, what is it going to consist of? There are going to be two live coaching sessions a month where we can interact with each other over Zoom. It's going to be in the group as well. You have downloadables, work, um, homework that you're going to be doing monthly. It's going to be packed every week in there for you so that you can continue on your healing journey. And the great part is this. It's a community of women where you're going to be able to journey together and cheer each other along the way. I've polled quite a few women about this and they're like, Lisa, if you do this, I want in because we need community. Women who understand each other, not to go in there and bash the situations and be negative, but to heal together. And that's what Life Redesigned with Lisa is all about. We're redesigning our lives to be one of purpose, passion, and full potential. And we're going to get you there. So make sure to book your discovery call so we can talk about it and we can get you in. Until next time, ladies, I hope you have a great one. Remember, have a chocolate. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Don't overindulge. But make sure you say cheers to yourself because you're worth it.
thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, had an aha moment, or were inspired to take the next step in your healing journey, by all means, leave me a review. It's the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Life Redesigned with Lisa Podcast, and I'll make sure to give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance you may be going through. Cheers to you, beautiful.